Welcome, lovey, to the Coming Out Gold podcast, where I help you realize you don't need anyone's permission to start living the life of your dreams. You can start where you are with what you have. I'm Coach Tammy, and my goal is to help you come out gold by teaching you how to get clear on what matters most, ignite what sets your soul on fire, and then make a strategic plan to live the life of your dreams. It is time, and you are worthy. So let's do this. Welcome back, lovey, to this week's episode of the Coming Out Goal podcast. I am so thrilled that you decided to join me. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you know that we pretty much blew up the myth that practice makes perfect. Instead, we started to understand that what practice really does is make progress. I gave you three simple steps to help you focus on blowing up this myth so that you stop chasing perfection and started making some progress. Those steps were simple. One, show up. Nice and simple, right? Two, stay in the arena. And three, practice CPR, consistent, persistent resiliency. Because if you'll do those things, you will absolutely make progress in the direction of your dreams. Now, today, we're going to chit chat about how you can change your life by chasing gratitude. Most of us are familiar with the term gratitude. It basically means to show appreciation for or return kindness to someone. And here in the U.S., We practice gratitude mostly during the holidays. If we're being perfectly honest, we've all seen those notes starting in November, everybody posting on their social media daily. Today, I am grateful for blah, blah, blah. I know I've done it before and I know tons of other people who do it. And I think that's because we celebrate Thanksgiving here in the U.S. that month. Well, I thought I'd share a fun example of how gratitude is really rooted in our culture, particularly in the Southern culture where I come from. Now, if you know, you know. It's the story of the casserole. Now, for those of you who aren't from the South, let me explain. Basically, anytime something goes fantastic or terrible in your life, so say a birth of a baby or a death of a loved one, you will not be surprised to have a knock at your door and open it to find a neighbor, a friend, a community member, a family member standing there with a casserole dish full of food to help you celebrate or mourn whatever it is you're going through. It's basically a way for them to say, I'm with you in this. And here's where the gratitude comes in. So when you consume said casserole or feed it to somebody else or don't eat it because perhaps it contain something you're allergic to, you must clean that casserole dish and you must at least write a handwritten thank you note and put it inside that nicely cleaned casserole dish to return it to the owner. Now, some people take it one step further. It's the extra extra of the South. They believe this superstition that it's unlucky to return a casserole dish empty. So they will bake food, put it in the casserole dish that you gave them food in and return it along with a handwritten note, because that is, that's a non-negotiable in the South in that casserole dish to you to say, thank you. Now I get that for some people who aren't from the South, this seems a little well extra, but in my opinion, at least I just think it's about showing that you're with the other person. And I find it kind of lovely at the end of the day, it's really just a practice of gratitude. Unfortunately today, many of us are so mired in the mundane that we miss 
the blessings in the beautiful moments. I mean, let's just face it. We're just running on this hamster wheel of hustle that we can't seem to get off and running and running. And you cannot stop to be like, oh, let me chart this gratitude here because the wheel will flip you over onto your back and knock the wind out of your sails. But I think the reality is we want to be women who see the magic of ordinary days by focusing on ways to be grateful, even in the really hard moments, because doing so means we're fully alive and present within our own story. But here's the problem. We live every day in this monotony of survival. We're too busy to be present in everyday moments. And our mind is so focused on what's next, it can't take in the beauty of the moment. I'm just going to call a thing a thing, y'all. It's wrong for us not to practice gratitude for the one beautiful life we're living because it's the only one we get. We need to wake up and understand that monotony can hijack our lives. It can keep us asleep in our own stories. And if, if you're a person that struggles with that, please go back to listen to episode 21 of my coming out goal podcast, because I talk about how to live with intention and purpose. I understand what it's like to be so caught up in the stress and monotony of every day when the heaviness of responsibilities leave little margin for practicing gratitude. I get it because y'all, it is really hard to chase gratitude when you are busy chasing your tail. After my life imploded, learning to look for ways to be grateful in the really hard stuff, it kept me present. And let's be honest, it's in those really hard moments where finding things to be grateful for is an up hill battle y'all. But if you're chasing gratitude in every season, your attitude changes. It can't help but change. It's actually backed by science. And we're going to talk about that in a second. Chasing gratitude shifts your attitude and the hard things, they kind of become just a little less hard. I gave this example on an Instagram video a few weeks ago, but I'll share it again here. It was when I was reading the book, 1000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. This book helped me find gratitude for being knit in the womb of a broken girl because it helped my heart sink to the broken hearts of other women. And from birth, my soul has marched to that beat so deeply that it's led me here. And today I can say I'm so grateful for that moment because it's given me an opportunity to work with women who have walked through fire so that they can see the beauty in themselves and their lives and come out the other side, solid gold, y'all. In being able to find gratitude in that very broken, traumatic experience, I was able to change my attitude and shift my perspective and it literally flipped my world on its head for the better. Listen, gratitude sets us free. It sets us free because it helps us reframe situations. Now, hear me say this, please. If you know me, you know, there's one thing I cannot abide and that is toxic positivity. Please know I am not talking about toxic positivity here. Absolutely not. I'm just saying that two things can be true at the same time, right? Like I talk about it all the time. We live in this and also life. So what that means is that by we practice awareness and we get in alignment. So we can be aware that a situation is absolute hot garbage. And we can also look really, really, really hard and find something, some sliver of light cracking through the darkness that we can say, I'm grateful for that. I don't want anyone to hear this and think, oh, it's like a situation where we should put lipstick on the pig and call it a supermodel. Y'all know it's just about allowing in some light into the dark spaces where we can say, thank you. We have to learn to be grateful in the middle of the storm because it shifts the atmosphere. And remember, keep this in mind. You can hold space for more than one thing to be true at a time. 
So you could be going through the fires and you could practice gratitude simultaneously. If gratitude can help me reframe some of the deepest pain in my life and give me a new purpose, I believe you practicing gratitude can do the same in your life. Now, while I was doing research for this podcast, I came across this really interesting article where Kathleen Colvin talked about three stages of gratitude. First, there was gratitude for the good things in your life. That's like I talked about earlier, right? Like I've got a roof over my head, shoes on my feet, food on my table, that kind of thing. The second stage, she said, was expressing your gratitude to people who've made your life better, right? So like to the person who holds the door for you, thank you for holding the door. For people who've made your life better, expressing gratitude for that. The third stage of gratitude she spoke of was about adopting new behaviors as a result of interacting with people who've helped you, right? You were touched by the ways they express gratitude to you. So you are expressing gratitude in new ways. And I just found it so interesting because it shows that we're able to adopt new behaviors and habits as a result of all these good feelings that gratitude can bring. And I think these are all very important, but I also think these are easy because they're all rooted in good and positive feelings. But we've got to find ways to be grateful when those good and positive feelings don't exist, right? Those hard places. It's easy to find ways to be grateful in the good things. It just is, y'all. But in those seasons where it's hard, having already established a pattern of practicing gratitude, of chasing it down, no matter what the season, it's really going to change the way you move through hard seasons. If you watched a video I did the other day about preparing in advance for a storm, preparing in advance to be grateful, it just sets you up for better success, right? Because gratitude doesn't come naturally to most people when challenges are smashing us against the wall. Chasing it down in those rock and a hard place seasons require a habit of seeking it. And today I want to give you my two-step process to help you begin chasing down gratitude. Now, this is simple. Two steps, right? Like peace sign. Hello, we got this. Two steps. My first step is to bookend your day with gratitude. You start the day with gratitude, you end the day with gratitude. If you get up every morning and grab a pen and paper, grab your phone app, grab whatever it is you log notes on. And every day, I want you to find three to five things you're grateful for as that day begins. Now, listen, one of the easiest ways is to let morning gratitudes be about showing a thankfulness for what you're going to get to do that day, right? Like, I get to take my friend to the doctor and sit with her. I get to meet a friend for coffee. Like it can be about what you're going to get to do. It can also be how you're feeling in that moment. Like you wake up and you're like, oh, I slept so good. I'm so thankful for a good night's sleep. And then you're going to end each day with gratitude. So using that same journal, notepad, format, app on your phone, whatever, you're going to count three to five things you were grateful for that day. Now, these can be things you had the privilege of experiencing or y'all, they can be things you're thankful for that missed you. Like, thank you that that car that pulled out in front of me didn't hit me. Thank you for that wild bear in the wilderness. I saw he didn't attack me. Again, this is your, this is your journal and your gratitude. So you can count whatever you're grateful for. My challenge to you is make them different every day. Every day, I don't get up and go, I'm thankful for this roof over my head, the shoes on my feet. Dig a little deeper, y'all. dig a little deeper. So that's step one, bookend your day with gratitude. Start and end three to five things you're grateful for. Step two is really based in the hard moments, right? So when you're feeling frustrated or annoyed or, or when things are just really hard, just really, really hard. I want you to stop, take a deep breath and find something in that moment to be grateful for because that practice brings light into the moment that can feel really dark. And that little bit of light 
can drive out the darkness and change your attitude. Again, this is all backed by science, right? Okay. So step one, bookend your gratitude. Step two, when you're feeling some kind of way, when you're frustrated, annoyed, or walking through hardship, stop, take a breath, and find something in that moment to be grateful for. Now, let me remind y'all, this is a practice of chasing gratitude. And that means you're going to practice it and you're going to practice it some more and you're going to practice it some more. And as you practice, just like we said on the last episode, you'll begin to see progress in this area. You'll be quicker. I call it the rebound time. You'll be quicker to find something to be grateful for, to bring light into the darkness when you practice this. Now that two-step process I gave you, that's a process that's for you. That's for you to be grateful for your life and your experiences. So if you were to write three things every morning and three things every night at a bare minimum for 365 days a year, y'all, you would have counted 2,100 blessings in a year. Y'all imagine how that could shift your attitude. If this practice of chasing gratitude could have such a profound impact on your life, imagine what would happen if we all began expressing gratitude for others, for the people around us. Y'all, the attitude shift would ripple outward, bringing significant change to our communities. It would. Let's talk about some tangible ways we can express gratitude outwardly in order to positively impact our communities. Y'all, it is really simple. You know what the easiest thing you can do to practice gratitude outwardly? Say thank you. Thank you when someone holds the door for you. Thank you when someone offers to take your buggy back and put it up for you. Thank you to a coworker who helped you take care of a project. Thank you. It's the simplest way to express gratitude. I also love the practice of sending text messages to people just totally randomly. I challenge you to put it on your calendar to make contact with one person once a week and text them a message saying, you know what? Here's what I really think is awesome about you. And thank you for being you. Y'all, it will literally change their entire day and they will remember that feeling forever. The third thing, y'all, I'm just going to get crazy here. Get a pen, get a paper, get a stamp and write a handwritten letter. I promise you it is such a lost art. It will be something that that person treasures forever. I also think it's really important that we practice telling people what we see in them because the reality is most of us don't see the goodness in ourselves as easily as we see it in others. So if we would make a point of calling out the beauty in others, it's just like this tsunami of joy and happiness that happens in the community. It's just, it's so beneficial. And my last thing I would challenge you to do is to make eye contact with every person you encounter that day and speak something kind to them. Just be nice to people, speak kindness to people. It really, it takes little effort, but the benefit of it is tremendous. Now, I promised you guys that I'd talk about science for a little bit, and science was never my jam, but the older I get and the more I understand how our brains work and how just absolutely amazing they are, I can kind of have moments where I can get hooked on it. Most of us have heard of the chemical dopamine. Dopamine is that rush of pleasure we get when we uh, win a game or see something beautiful, or it just makes us feel good. Well, science has proven that practicing gratitude boosts the level of serotonin in our brains, activating the brainstem to produce more dopamine. So by bookending your day with gratitude, you're making yourself happier and healthier. And when you share with others how you're thankful for them, you help them to be happier and healthier, y'all. This is a win-win, both physically and emotionally. Science doesn't lie. 
Practicing gratitude improves your attitude. You learn to find blessings in the broken light seeps into the darkest moments and learn to find your way, y'all. Another bonus in this practice is you begin to see the good work you've done in each day. And we need this because we often fail to celebrate our own wins. The daily habit of chasing down gratitude cements positive memories in our brain that we can recall when things are hard. Making this a part of your daily rhythm will change your life and change your attitude. I promise it will. Now I'm going to remind you again, this is not, repeat, not capital N, capital O, capital T, about toxic positivity. It is about acknowledging the reality of where you are, standing in that moment, and choosing also to be grateful. Awareness is the foundation of my coaching program. So I would never in a bajillion years want you to turn a blind eye to what's going on. Like some situations are just hot garbage. They are, they're just hot garbage. But if we'll look for ways to be grateful within them, things will change. To help you, I've created a free download with two options for journaling your gratitude daily. You can grab that down below in the show notes. I'm so thankful for you. I'm thankful for you being here, for being part of this community. Take care and come back next week where we are sure to talk about something else fun and exciting. Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode of the Coming Out Gold podcast. I am so thankful for you. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram or Facebook at Coming Out Gold Podcast. Those links are down below in the show notes for you. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to head over to iTunes and leave it a review. You can also share it on your social media and tag me. And maybe you'll even get a shout out here on a future episode. Until next week, remember, I'm Coach Tammy and I am in it with you always.